Hi, everyone. This is All of the Things Podcast. I'm Veronica Lee Drayton. Look, this is just going to be a space where we talk about all of the things. I like to talk. I like to explore. I like to figure out what feels right for me, what feels true for me, and how can I honor that in my everyday life, and how can I encourage other people to figure out what's true for them and allow them the same grace of honoring that as we walk together in this mad, mad world. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for allowing me to create something that just brings me so much joy in a time where I think we need it most. So let's go. Welcome friends back to the podcast. I'm so excited because I'm doing another interview with one of my other favorite people, basically only collect all my favorite people. And so today I am interviewing my darling friend, Gabby, who is a master of so many things. And so it was really a matter of like picking out of a hat of which of her many, many talents that we could speak on today. So this may be part one of 800 of just like, Gabby explains life and all things to us, Um, but we're going to talk about manifestation today, which is something that I'm super pumped about and also kind of flows from my conversation last week about vision and goals and co-creating because manifestation is a really big part of it. And it's something that I got really into, but I think misunderstood and I'm still getting my grounding on exactly how to well, how to manifest and how to really tap into that. Uh, So I can't, I'm just going to look away for a second because I'm going (laughs) to, so as I mentioned, Gabby is a master of many, many things. I was introduced to her uh, talent through photography, through our mutual friend, Holly. I stalked her online and um, maybe manifested her into a workshop that I was, uh, hosting as a photographer and we became fast friends. Like I was just like, as soon as I really connected with your energy, first it was just photography. Like I had no, this was back when you weren't really on Instagram, like as you, and it was really just your photography front and center. And, uh, it, it, like you came through that. It was just such a magic. And also when I think about like the leaps and bounds now of how you've progressed, like, I'm just like, I'm constantly blown away by you. But so, uh, yeah, I just, it was one of those fast, mad connections where I was like so instantly inspired and connected to what you were doing. And and then from there, so that was two, almost three years ago because I was just pregnant with Noah. Because I think you were one of the first people I told because I was like, I barely know this girl. I can tell her that I'm pregnant. <laughs> and it was awesome because it was so nice. Um, so yeah, and just to see how you've grown like that's a story like that's a story in and of itself of manifestation and we'll get into i was telling ben this at dinner today about how i literally witnessed you manifest something so incredible in like a you know a 30 minute bubble from like the idea coming out of your head to and actually like being real basically and so i can really attest to your skills as a manifester uh but yeah so just you have evolved so incredibly through photography and that's still very much a part of what you do. But I think the manifestation piece is so important actually with whatever the career is that you're doing. And so 
while if you are interested in photography, I would say if you're in Scotland, because right now that's obviously the limit of it, that you should definitely check her out. But if you're anywhere in the world, you can keep checking in and listening because manifestation can happen anywhere. So welcome. What an intro, I feel it's special. So yeah, obviously, like I mentioned that you're a, I don't even want to say first and foremost a photographer because you are so many, many things and you have always been a um, many-hatted human, but um, you are such an incredible photographer. But I think that recently you've been really talking about so much about manifestation. And again, it's been reflected in like your own work and like what you want to start create, creating and calling it as a photographer and the kind of work that you want to get. And so I just wanted to ask you, I guess, how did you, how did you get into manifestation or when did you learn about it? And how did you, yeah, let's start there, I guess, because everyone sort of, I guess, had a different intro to it. Yeah. So I think like, as you said, I've always um, kind of been manifesting, I think for like such a long time, but never really knew what I was doing with it. I just kind of thought like, I was really lucky. My mum was always like a very positive minded person, you know, and like what you put out, you get back and you can have anything you want and you know, all this kind of stuff. So I was always very lucky with my mum being very, very positive minded in that sense. And so even from like a, you know, quite young age, um, I, I always used to win competitions. Like I used to always call up radio stations. And I would always win the radio competitions. My mum would be like literally so gobsmacked like every night I'd be like on the fucking radio winning stuff and so I've always like had this belief and I think that's a huge part of it and obviously we'll dive into it in the call but like your beliefs and your thought process is so paramount to you actually manifesting and for me I guess I'm really blessed in the sense that I've you know from a very young age always believed like oh I do win things or oh I do get things and you know versus maybe somebody else who thinks that they don't get things like there's no difference between our ability to receive those things the only difference is that I believed I could and somebody else believed that they couldn't so for me, manifestation, like it really came into like me actually harnessing energy and me actually harnessing manifestation as a skill and a tool maybe about three years ago when I kind of got uh, introduced to the wellness world. So I never even knew it was a thing. Like I dabbled in like witchy stuff when I was younger and I went through phases of reading witchy books and getting into it and then getting really, really out of it because it was too much. I think we like anyone who like calls themselves a witch or like identifies with that like persona has gone through those phases when they were like 12 or 13 being super into the craft and like watching that movie and buying the crystals in the books and I definitely went through that phase I remember saying to mom like I really want to be a witch mom she's like okay cool like you know we'll take you to the shop and buy this thing and she wasn't but she was just so beautifully open about anything that I wanted to do and was so supportive about anything I wanted to do so I've gone through that phase of like witchcraft and and understanding that and going too deep into it and it being like a negative thing rather than a positive thing and being scared of it and then coming back to it. But it all, and I feel like it happened in like three year gaps almost. Like mm. I'd be into it for like three years and then I would dip right off for ages, throw everything out and then come back into it. So then around three years ago now, um, the wellness you know industry was kind of shown to me and exposed to me through Holly, um, our mutual friend. And I did her very first ever life coaching, um, like a uh, like one-on-one it was her very first she was just starting to life coaching and I was like fuck it what's a life coach I don't know like I'll just give this a try and because of her she really introduced me to understanding what manifestation was and how it could be harnessed and how it could be utilized and and it was just kind of like a steady transition from that and like I guess we're all you know on, on this this path of this destiny to who I meant to be and this was just the time that it really came into my life to understand how to fully embrace it so um about three years ago 
was it about yeah two or three years ago i went to a workshop in bali a roof retreat in bali which i manifested which is the thing you were talking about <laughs> so literally manifested this retreat in like under 30 minutes it was mad um and on that retreat like i read this book and there was this line in this book basically saying that you're not going to be able to call anything in if you're not open about it and you're not ashamed of it and because there was still stigma around it and i think it's so common now people are always talk about manifestation anyone kind of knows what it means when you bring it up to them but there was a lot of like I think shame around it and embarrassment around like being into the woo and being into wellness and thinking positively. And so I felt very nervous about sharing that side of myself, particularly within my business of people thinking, Oh, how can we take this wedding photographer seriously? If she believes in magic, like Ooh, yuck. But when I read this line in this book, basically saying that, you know, you were in your own spiritual closet, I was like, Holy shit, I'm fully blocking all of this coming from me because even though I believe it and I love it, I'm too scared to share it with people. So that was kind of like my spiritual coming out essentially in that three, about three years ago and being like, yeah, this is what I want and this is what I believe in. It makes me so fucking happy, but it's still been like this steady incline till probably about a month ago, to be honest, where I was like, actually, I am a really fucking good manifester. People ask me about this all the time. Why am I not talking about it more when it brings me so much fucking joy? And photography does as well, but this huge element of my life, I was still keeping really, really secret for fear of what people would think. And since that, like in the last month, changed the Instagram bio, number one thing is manifestation queen. The priorities of Instagram says it's true, it must be true. And since changing that and just really owning it, it has just like the, I don't know, the floodgates have opened during this opportunity to come through opportunities have come through so much more than they ever were before because I'm fully embracing who I am and what I love and being able to teach other people and seeing the results that they get you know and the magic that they call into their life just amplifies that for me even more so that's kind of how I went from always knowing that I could call things in but not really knowing what I was doing to be honest um and you know we'll talk about like kind of the steps of manifestation but yeah. I was actively doing the steps of it when I was younger without right. even realizing which was really cool um I have, oh, I love it. I, I think that like, well, I also was very much into the craft. <laughs> I bought all the books <laughs> and then I feel like the hype went like died away. And I was like, wait, are we not talking to nature anymore? And I still sort of always <laughs> kept that in my back pocket. And like you said, would sort of dip in and dip out and sort of just, I remember very specifically being in Europe. So this is like a decade ago and just having I don't know for lack of a better explanation like a dark night of the soul and just having this moment of being kind of called back home into and then again dipping sort of out and dipping in and dipping out but just being called back in home and being like do you remember do you remember how you could connect further like do you remember like I don't I want to I don't want to say like voices in my head but effectively I it was like a communication with sort of like a deeper sense of like don't despair because remember all of this magic remember the magic like that general idea of remember the magic and remember and i mean the magic was for me too like creativity like writing and that was like a big thing and i got back into writing and sort of journaling and 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 poetry and just being creative and creating and i think that that it goes hand in hand with manifestation and so i think being someone who is a creator with photography and like a creative type, I think that that's like part of, you need to have a creative mind to manifest, right? Because you have to think beyond your belief system. Like you have to think. So I meant to earlier is like, I, we talked about it before, just put out this disclaimer of saying that like, I believe inherently that we are all full of infinite possibility. Um, I was talking about it in my vision and goals workshop that I do believe that we have access to 
co-create anything that we can possibly imagine. Like I think that anything that imaginable is possible. Um, but then based on, you know, the life that you were born into, whatever trauma that you've experienced, but also, you know, the level of privilege that you're born into, whether it's race or class or gender or uh, identity, etc., cetera, uh, your access to those things is going to be, you know, layered and layered and a lot easier, a lot more difficult to maybe access. And so the creative mind plays a really big part in it because you have to be able to see something that you have never imagined. So if I've never won anything and I, I don't know, I don't know that I've, I can't think of a single thing that I've won really, like aside from like scratch tickets, like occasionally, um, I'm trying to think if I've ever like really won anything, but I can't really think of anything. But what I can think of when I think about that is being very, very young, something so specific. I like, I'm only thinking about it now that you've mentioned that I can remember like, you know, like a, like a raffle and it was like, guess how many gumballs are in this whatever. And you'd win the jar of gumballs. And I remember I must've been under 10 uh, and having this thought of I'm not going to win this like I can remember that in like my body memory even and based on you know a number of different obviously things that had sort of happened or you know generational like family stuff and uh and so to be able to have because if you've sort of seen that like, oh, we don't win, if you've been sort of shot, even though my mom is like a crazy positive person as well. Um, my dad is more, I'm going to call him practical, but really it's, he's a bit of a, <laughs> uh, he's not a downer, but like he, he grew up with an experience that showed that like, you don't win, you know? And so as a protective okay. piece, we were sort of taught like, don't set any expectations, you know? Um, and so that transfers. And I think it's really, really interesting that, and so, yeah, I think that even if you don't consider, you know, the, the photography, like the creative, but that you have, you've opened that sort of part of your mind and that you've always been sort of creative minded really helps access. So I think it's something I'm, and I'm just like really just thinking about it now that, that that's like an important part of manifestation. And I think if people feel really blocked to manifestation, like getting a creative outlet that's not even related to like, oh, this is going to help me manifest, but just opening up your imagination and your creativity because you have to be able to imagine shit that like exist. that conversation that we had in the car when we were just talking, like we were just catching up and talking and like we were talking about what you were doing at your job at the time. And you were like, yeah, I'm just, I, I want to do something different. And we just, in a series of conversation, you just sort of like were spitballing different things. And it, one thing led to another and you're like, you know what I'd really love to do? And I was like, yeah, go for it. And you're like, I would love to, I want to travel and take photos. And you're, and you were all about like, you know, women empowerment and stuff like that. And, you know, showing women how beautiful they could be in your, you said verbatim, I want to go to like a women's retreat and be able to photograph them throughout the retreat and like have this really epic shoot at the end where they can see the, like physically see the transformation of how embodied and powerful they are. And literally like less than, then we walk, got into my baby shower and Holly was there and she was like, oh, are you catching up with her? And she was like, Oh, I'm going about to do this retreat in Bali. And this is what it's going to be for. And da, 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 da. And then 
I don't know. I didn't hear the exact, like, you know, nitty gritty of it, but literally you came up to me and you're like, so I'm going to Bali <laughs> in like three weeks or something. And I'm going to be photographing. And I was like, of course you are. But like, that was like the most, I think like I have goosebumps even just recalling it because it was so crazy. Like to have, it wasn't even like you had been thinking about it for a very long time. Like we were just talking in the car and it kind of like snowballed into you know what? This is what I want to do, actually. <laughs> now that we've spoken about it, this is what I actually want to do. That's why I think it's so important. Like the people that you surround yourself with have such a profound effect. And as you were saying, like the you know the privilege of who you are surrounded with and and who you've grown up with and you know who you interact with. So obviously, like for me, it's been to a degree easy in some elements and difficult in others because not to say. You know, I've had the easiest childhood by any means, but also not the most difficult. Yeah. But, you know, who you surround yourself with has such a profound effect, you know. So we're talking, and I'm like, cool, Veronica's holding space for me. She can, she's asking really great questions. She's prompting me. And I've gotten to this point of like, fuck, actually, that's what I really want to do. And if you don't have people like that around you, it is so much more difficult if you are surrounded by people who don't believe in magic, who don't believe in the bigger possibilities or who think you have to live a certain way. Of course, it's going to be so much harder for people who are in that scenario because, you don't have anything to give you an example. And as you said, if you're not, you know, super, I think everyone is creative. Everyone has the ability to be creative, but they maybe have been stifled in their creativity when they were younger and can't express it as adults. But if you are surrounded by people who, um, you know, don't have, who do have imagination or who do have possibilities, they give you permission to, dare big, to, to dream bigger, right? And they give you, you know, like, oh, inspiration and because you can't fathom you know for example like so Billy like my partner is an artist right and there's this huge mentality around the world of like the poor starving artist you know like artists can't make money artists can't make a career from it it always has to be a side hustle and it always fails and you're not a good artist if you don't earn money right there's like this stigma around it and for me I was a, had a really hard time calling myself an artist as a photographer because there was this you know block around me being like well I'm not an artist I take photos or around I meet this man and he's like no you are an artist because you create art you know just because it's not with paint and brush doesn't mean it's not art and so you know being surrounded by somebody with this completely different mindset who led by example and he's like here I'm an artist and I did the thing and I made the money and I have a business and it's successful I'm like holy shit there's a roadmap of success that I never had like downloaded in me before because I couldn't possibly fathom it so the importance of having those people around you is like literally like getting maps in a video games from new guys being like here's a world that you've now unlocked you're like holy shit so there's so much power in in speaking to people who do inspire you and speaking to people who who want you know to to dream bigger and dead bigger and i just think that is such a huge part of and that probably gets overlooked quite a lot as well yeah absolutely absolutely i think absolutely that is definitely I think like, so my first introduction to manifestation as like a, you know, a thing, I mean, I think I'd like, I'm oh, just telling me that my internet is unstable. Let me see. Um, you know, I had, I mean, I've been watching Oprah forever. And so she's always been sort of, you know, on that jive of, you know, you know, being, I mean, just as a living example, obviously. Um, but then, and I remember watching, seeing, uh, Jim Carrey on her show and he was talking about how he'd written himself that check. And like, there's a whole story. I mean, anyone can Google that too. Amazing. And so I'd had like sort of snippets of it, but again, it wasn't like sort of like a massive thing. And then when I got into uh, like the, again, like the wellness sort of world, but then I was sort of bombarded with like these vision boards and these yeah, if you just dream it, you can achieve it type of, and like law of attraction, which is really, really high level. And it's, 
I, I, it doesn't take into account, I think like levels of privilege and exam, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't get into all of the actual like support and tools that you need to manifest. It really just talks about mind, which is super duper fucking important for sure. But it's such a standalone piece and it doesn't talk about that you need to yeah, surround yourself with people that believe the same thing you need to, and not just like people that are, don't just surround yourself with people that are incredibly privileged that are, you know, creating all of this stuff because in by contrast, you're going to feel like shit, like find someone who is like you in a sense, you don't have to be like, find them as like a friend in person, but like find them online. Like we have that great opportunity. We were talking today about like the highs and lows of social media. The high of it is definitely that you can find community. You can find like-minded people, like-hearted people, people that are doing what, where you want to, you know, what you want to be doing and see their example of not just like, yeah, saying it and showing it, but like you have to see kind of a little bit behind the scenes. And like, I like that you give it practicality and like there's there is a whimsy to it for sure there is an aspect of it that I fully believe that it it is just purely fucking magical right and at the same time like I am such a believer and proponent proponent of like that we are in co-creation constantly and that like we, there are things that come into our atmosphere and like we have desires but we might not fully understand them. And so we want to manifest something and it's just not coming, but it's just because like we haven't fully sat in that desire. And it's like, what do I really want from that? Like, what's the outcome? Because I think what I was taught in the beginning or what I really saw was just these like, put the like, you know, this is not really, but like put a jet ski up on the vision board. It's like <laughs> the, if the jet ski actually represented like freedom, like I'm manifesting freedom. But if I'm so fucking dead set on a jet ski, like I'm constantly being like offered maybe opportunities to go towards freedom, to, to manifest, to co-create. Cause that's what I believe that manifestation is. And then I keep going, but like, but there's a jet ski over here and I want the fucking yeah. jet ski. And it's like, well, you don't because you've not really sat down. And this is why I, as well as yourself bang on about like journaling and like, cause you really need to know. And I think that that's such a fundamental pillar of manifesting. And obviously you can continue Cause I want to know, you're going to, I guess, give us a little bit more into the nitty gritty of it. But from my experience, like I've just realized that like in order to really manifest, I have to actually know what I want. And so going back to that conversation that we had, like you wouldn't have been able to have manifested that had you not, had we not been having that conversation where you were sort of like uncovering and being like, oh, actually, no, I don't want that. Like that was, it was one of those conversations where we were really just sort of like, yeah, just being like, just having a really good conversation but it was like yeah i'd want to do this and you're like actually no what i want to do is this actually no and it was just it kept like peeling back the layers of like what i really really want and it's such a great opportunity for us to do that together but that's why journaling really comes in handy like you need to really be able to figure out what you want like sometimes it can be frivolous like i want this you know shiny object but i think that if that's all you're after at some point, the universe is going to be like, wait, if you're not going to be in this with me, like, I'm not doing all the, like, the labor here. Yeah, of course. It is. There's so much, like, uh, that's a huge discovery for me probably in the last year as well. It's the same thing like, with vision boarding. And the biggest thing I learned about vision boarding was 
I love it and I love putting the visuals together, but what do those visuals represent and what do they actually, like, what's my emotional tie to them? Because emotion and feeling is, is the strong, is one of the strongest parts of manifestation. Like if you can't, if you don't have an emotional tie to it, how, as you said, how are you going to identify the opportunity when it looks like a jet ski, but it's actually the feeling of freedom. So it's such a, yeah, it's so important being able to actually figure out what the root of the manifestation is, you know, like you want a hundred thousand dollars. Cool. What does it mean for you to have a hundred thousand dollars? What do you need from that hundred thousand dollars? You know, or I want a relationship. Okay. What do you, what is it that you feel like you craving connection, intimacy, like love? Is it that you want to spend your, you know, time with somebody? What is it? And it's so much easier to manifest and we are really crystal clear and not manifesting the shit that we think that we should manifest, you know, so that that's a huge thing as well. So many people are like, you know, I want to manifest the house and the baby and the marriage and stuff. I'm like, cool. Do you actually want that? Like, is that actually what you want to do? And they come to this realization of like, oh, no, I just thought that's what I'm supposed to want. And that was that's a huge learning for me in the last couple of years as well as I was definitely on that trail of going down a path that wasn't for me, but I thought that it was, you know, so manifestation was a lot harder for me at that time because I wasn't acknowledging the sometimes very painful truth of like, this isn't actually what I want. And that's one of the hardest bits of manifestation is, understanding that sometimes your manifestations are going to cause difficulty it's going to cause discomfort and it's going to upset people and that was one of the questions I had in one of my recent manifestation um, workshops somebody said to me what if you wanting to call in a certain manifestation is going to hurt other people and I know that so deep in my soul like I know what that feels like so fucking much and it does you know and it's really hard and it's such a hard thing to to really admit what you fucking want because it's going against what everybody else says that you should want and you're going to ruffle feathers, you're going to piss people off because in reality I think everybody has a different idea of what they want but we're in this massive sheep, you know, herd mentality of just go with the flow, go with the flow. So if anyone pulls out of that, everyone freaks the fuck out but they freak the fuck out because they're like, holy shit, you're doing it differently and I kind of want to do it differently but I don't really feel like I can do it differently in this kind of fear element around it. How dare you set that example for me? I said, how dare you set that example for me? How dare you you do what I want to do and, and like me not be able to do it. You know, it's just this crazy thing around that. So there is, if you don't understand the root of your manifestation, like it's, as you said, it's fine to manifest material goods and we can want them and we can totally manifest them, but it's got to be a balance. And and again, it comes down to that material good. What does that mean for you? What does it mean to own a Celine bag? What does it mean to own the $50,000, $100,000 car? Like, is it to show off to other people or is it because it's something you genuinely want? Yeah. And you can want stuff. I want stuff. Like I love stuff, but you know, Tori and give me all the right? stuff. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. <laughs> give me all the stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's totally fine. But yeah, if it's, if you're doing it because you want it to impress other people or whatever, it's just never going to come to fruition. I have a really good question. Cause it just came up for me as we were talking too. So one of, I think one of a block that I have to manifestation is I have an idea of something that I want and I, have this immediate gut reaction of it's not even a matter it's like instant guilt like because I know I could get that and then I feel guilty before I've even manifested and that guilt becomes such a block so like you know just like because I already feel so grateful and I this is a whole other thing about gratitude that I find that gratitude can be quite stifling and you know again being brought up to be quite grateful and like you know in, in different through different channels you know kind of being taught like be you know be happy for what you have, you know, whatever. And I am happy for what I have. But then whenever I go to step into reaching beyond, I have this moment, like, I mean, something so silly. I was like, you know what I really left to 
win. I, I would really love to win a home reno. Like I want to get my bathroom redone and I would really love to just somehow win that. I don't even know. Like I wish I lived in like America where they have a million different home reno shows and I want to be on it and I want someone <laughs> to redo my kitchen or my bathroom, my kitchen too, while we're at it, do my kitchen and my bathroom. But for a multitude of reasons, not, it's not even just a money piece. I mean, that would be nice of course but like i also just want someone who's like professional like who knows what they're doing who has the, 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 like it's just not my my uh strong suit in the first place so i would just love to just, and like the just the ease of it to have someone to come and do this thing for me something that i really really want and then i immediately feel especially right now in the midst of a global pandemic and you know people are really really struggling and we in Australia specifically have really not really felt the brunt of this. And I just feel this instant guilt coming in of like, you are so lucky already. You already have so many things. Like you could just pay for this yourself. You don't have to have the fan. Like, do you know what I mean? And so I feel like, and that that is something that comes up for me constantly when I think about things that I want. I have this feeling of like, you should be so grateful already for what you have. Like, how dare you dream bigger? It is. It's such a guilt thing, and it's the same. Even though we're like, you know, we're on the other side of the world, and we are definitely in lockdown. There's levels of guilt for me of when my business is really successful and I'm selling stuff out, and I'm like, feel a bit guilty because I'm like, well, other people in the world are fucking struggling to even find a job, and here I am thriving, and you know, and and humble bragging about it online, you know, and being like, yes, I fucking booked this out, I'm sold out because I'm so proud of it. But it comes to this point, of like, we can be grateful, but you're allowed to want more. And I think sometimes we think that the universe is like this being that just sits there on its high chair being like you get this much and this much and that's all you're allowed you know and we we assume and sometimes I think we we feel that by wanting more we're taking away from others and that's probably where the guilt comes in like I don't I shouldn't want more I shouldn't want a more abundant life because everything is good and that's amazing and being grateful is that first point but as you said there's this debilitation of it where it it stops you from wanting more because you you say oh I should just be I have a house and I have a kitchen and a bathroom already how dare I want to get a renovation like how dare you not want to get a renovation? Why the fuck not? Why can't you have a renovation, right? It's, as you said, it's a block and it's, you know, usually come from our parents who were in a generation or their parents who were in a generation where you, you really couldn't want more, you know, like during fucking wars and depressions and all this kind of stuff where it was a really hard time and that gets passed on into us of being like, no, be grateful for what you have because we used to be poor and, you know, you already have so much. And it's almost like, I don't know, sometimes I think we have this river of abundance around us and, I mean, we do, we put the blocks in front, right? As I said, the universe isn't sitting there and just giving out a certain amount to people and, it, and because we have a limited resource, the resources are unlimited. And the sooner we can kind of get past that and realise by us receiving more does not mean that we're taking away from Okay, yeah. So it is... It is. It is. Um, there, like I said, I've experienced that block, and I do. I do try and remind myself in those moments that, like, it's an energetic thing that like renews itself, and that it can yeah. continue to renew itself, and that I'm part of that, and that I have to remind myself that exactly, I'm not taking away from anyone else. And I guess that's the mindset piece. That's the like breaking down. So just let's talk a little bit about that. Like, so obviously, as I said before, I think the mindset's a big, big part of it. So talk to me, I guess, give me like in a, in a without doing your whole workshop, give me just like the, the, the bones of manifestation. So, so what would you say most, it sorry, starts yeah. with? So for me, it's like the, 
I never really understood like what the steps were until I read the book Make It Happen by Jordana Levin and that really like solidified the steps for me and then I've kind of taken that adapted it to my own kind of stuff and then injected like what works for me because I think manifestation and how people explain it is different for everyone right so Jordana was like the basis of of this for me of me learning what the actual steps were like I understood it in like in my brain but in like actual paper like here's what you do I'm like that makes a lot of sense so for me manifestation is like a six-step kind of process it's thought feeling action faith result celebration so in a like high level, right? Because there's so much to it because people are like, oh, I just dream it and then it comes to fruition. It's like actually this is a bit of work. Like it's meant to be fun, but there's, you know, there is a bit of work behind it. So, you know, thought, what do I want to manifest? Why do I want to manifest it? What does it mean for me? Um, feeling, how would it feel to manifest that? What is what am I going to get feeling-wise from that? Is it is it relief? Is it excitement? Is it joy? Is it, you know, and what's a similar feeling that I've had before so I can become a magnet for that same feeling? So abundance, when did I feel like that before? When I got paid out for my manifestation workshop. Cool, I know exactly what that feels like. So now I can become a magnet for it again in a different area of my life. Um, action the biggest one that people miss all the time actually taking action towards it so often we sit here being like oh i want to manifest this thing i want to manifest a boyfriend but we sat on the couch every fucking night refusing to get on tinder because that's not how you're going to meet your man quote unquote um you know so actually taking action is such a huge part the universe reciprocates energy so if we're giving 10 percent, it will give us 10 percent. if you give 50 it will give you 50. um you know an action also ties into that's the co-creation piece right like that i always feel like people miss out on I'm like no we're co-creating it's not like you're not it's not a fucking genie we're not talking to a genie you're not just like (laughs) you're not Aladdin it's a co-creation it's a co-creation yeah people forget that all the time and I think that's why it's always been before I knew what manifestation was it's always been like to a degree kind of easy for me because I've always been an action driven person so I've always been the kind of person who will go out and do something so I've always been that that guy you know I've always been that person so that's why I feel like for me it has come quite naturally to me, whereas some people are like, oh, fuck, I didn't even know I had to actually do something to this um, th- to happen. Um, action, faith, the trust piece, this is fucking the hardest piece because we can control all those first three things and the last two, but faith is just the trust that if not this, something better. So if not this manifestation, trust that it's something better or if it's not this manifestation, trust that you didn't actually want it. Maybe, the, you know, the thoughts and the feelings were misaligned and what you thought you want, you know, like you wanted the boyfriend, he comes into your life, he's fucking perfect. Oh, my God, he's literally the dream man. And then a month later goes to you and you're like, why? I thought he was the man. Like just trusting that he wasn't your man and like letting that go. Um, the result, so noticing um, when you're, I mean, when your manifestation manifestation comes to fruition, but also becoming aware of synchronicities and when you are in tune with the universe, so seeing, repeat. I've been having some human. mad shit going on. I actually took photos the other day to send to you. Oh my God, you have to I had like me. a crazy day and then all of a sudden the guy in front of me, the license plate literally said, yay, one, 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 one. And I was like, all right, oh I get gosh. it. All right, I'm yeah. listening. And it's fun because the universe is so fun in the way that it delivers its synchronicities yeah. to you. Like I actually think it's such a joke. So like in the best of ways, it's so fucking fun. So I love I love this element of manifestation is seeing the synchronicities. And and particularly for people who haven't manifested before, I love when they message like new clients or people who have done the workshop. They're like, oh my God, Gabby, I saw this thing. I'm like, fuck yeah, you did. That's amazing. Like, And just seeing it in other people continues to reiterate to me that magic is literally constantly around us. It's just whether we're open to it or not. Um, and then the last step is celebration which again a lot of people forget because we are all on one hand we're like I don't want to ask too much and I don't want to be ungrateful but on the other hand we are a more 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 culture of like you know that's good I have 100 followers I want 200 I have 200 now I want 500 and we are more people which is great because we want 
more abundance. We want more. But if we don't stop and celebrate the thing, it's like, it's like me giving you flowers, right? I give you a bunch of flowers and you don't say thank you. I'm like, okay, cool. That's fair enough. So then the next month I'm like, I'll give her some more. She doesn't say thank you again. I'm like, well, I'm not going to keep giving you flowers if you're not grateful for it or you're not celebrating it. So celebration is such a huge key because it's showing the universe. Like I'm so grateful for the manifestation I've received. Thank you so much. I'm going to sit, I'm going to fucking enjoy this money that I earned or this love that I've called in. I'm going to fucking embrace it. And the universe is like sick again, co-creation meeting her energy. I'm going to send her some more. And that's why it's a chain reaction. Full goosebumps when you're saying that because it's such a, it's so powerful. And like, these are the steps that I feel like have been missing from like the generic manifestation conversations about like, yeah, just dream it, whatever. And I really, I just, it also, because I was talking about this in my goals workshop about that you have to be in relationship with your vision. And, and to me, vision manifestation is all the same thing, right? Because you're manifesting your vision. Like it's a, you're, it's all of these things, like having the idea, what is that? And I always say like, how does it feel? Get into that feeling, know what that feels like. That's why I like a vision board because I like to look up and it may not be that thing. And so I have to constantly remind myself that it may not be that thing, but that's how I'm going to feel. Yeah, that's right. That's and how I'm going to feel. But I also think that Veronica, like feeling is so hard because even for me, sometimes identifying the feeling and actually feeling the feeling in my body is a really hard thing to do. So I think like people are either more visually inclined or like emotion and feeling inclined. That's why like some people really resonate with some meditations that are visual. For me, that's my thing. Like being able to actually visualize is very powerful for me because I'm a visual person, like in the business of aesthetics, right? Photography, but feeling feelings, that's so much fucking harder for me. Like actually going, all right, what does excitement feel like in my body and having to access a memory and go, yeah, I realized I was excited then, but how do I embody that? How do I actually feel that feeling? That's a really, really hard one for me to do. And like, so I guess that's like people are- But that's why it's such an important step, like you said, to actually get that because if you can't access that, something I used to do way back when, when I used to do desire map workshops and it was all about feelings and like access, you know, those feelings. So something that I used to actually do is get people to anchor those feelings. So we would go into like either a meditation or a journal and you would journal out and you would really come to that moment and like sit and like sink into it and remember that feeling. And then we'd have oils that we would pick out and you would like, when you would get it, when you'd be deep in, like you'd sit and like sort of sniff up that oil. So then later on you could and we'd also have like a little cheat sheet of like things that make you feel this way. Cause if you don't already have a little bit, like if you're feeling poor, you are not going to call in abundance. Right. So like I would have like something like that, like if it was abundance, like I would say, okay, like you've got like a $10 gift card to Starbucks to get yourself like a bougie ass coffee. That's like when you need it, or you've got like, again, just like a, a couple gift cards that you can like splash out on stuff. And then you've got your little oil that you're going to smell. And so if you're really feeling like you're in, in like a non-abundance mind frame and you need to step into abundance, like what are you going to do? Or like you have like that, yeah, that special like face cream that home. It doesn't even have to be expensive. It just feels abundant. Or you're going to go like hang out with people that you love and you're going to feel the abundance of love. Like it's not always like a, mon- pardon me, a monetary thing. And that was just the most important piece. And like, it's something that I all, I forget and skip, even though I actually taught it in a workshop, I skip it constantly because it is really fucking tricky. And it also means that on your way to that really happy thing, you're going to come up with blocks of the opposite emotion and the opposite feeling and the fear of what if I can't get there. And like, so to actually get there, you actually have to, like you said before, you have to sit through some discomfort. And I think that that's, 
like, how bad do you want the thing? And I think that that's really important because otherwise, if it was so easy to just be like, I want this, I want this, as you mentioned before, we are beings that kind of get a, like, we can be quite greedy then once we start getting it. And so if there wasn't any obstacle in the way, we'd just be like, I want more, I want more, I want more, I want more. And it wouldn't be as satisfying, would it? If you didn't have to work, like anything that you get easily, like usually isn't as rewarding versus something that you had to work hard for because you're like, yes, I worked hard because I worked through my, my blocks and all this kind of stuff and, and push through the feeling thing. And I just want to touch on the feeling thing as well because it's, you know, such an important, like the feelings that, you know, while so difficult are so important. And they're so frustrating because sometimes they can be so easy to slip in and you don't even realize that you fall into that feeling. And then other times it feels like you're walking up a fucking, like the biggest hill in the world. And that's like where the whole vortex comes in, right? Like the vortex is this energetic space where you fall into a vibration, right? And I'm not like a super science, but you fall into the vibration of abundance and high vibration, which attracts more of that similar experience. So really our main priority when we are getting into wanting to manifest something is to get into the vortex, is to get into a higher state of vibration. Because if we call in energy that we're already feeling and we're feeling glum and trying to manifest when we're glum, you're not going to manifest anything. So it's honestly that a whole six step process is fucking irrelevant if you can't find a way. And I know that's so frustrating to be like, oh, just get positive, get happy. And it's not like an emotional bypass thing. But as you said, you need to have a little list of of things that pull you into high vibration, things that make you feel amazing, things that make you feel like you're on top of the fucking world. And, um, you know, this is, again, people get really lost with this because people talk about getting in alignment and it's such a buzzword, like in alignment, you know, I feel in alignment. And you're like, what does that fucking mean? Like, what is alignment? And, you know, the most frustrating thing in like books will tell you, like write a, a bunch of shit that gets you into alignment, right? And you're like, oh, going for a walk or taking a bath and all those things are beautiful and they're amazing, but they're not specific to you, Mm. right? So shit gets me into alignment. Like what did I realize yesterday? What gets me into alignment is sitting in my bathtub, listening to Nora Jones while it's snowing, specific, very fucking specific. I'm like, that makes me feel. You can never move back home because it doesn't snow here. You will will be out of alignment. (laughs) Out of alignment. Watching Lord of the Dance that specific fucking movie, right? right? Or that specific dance show. Like it has to be so fucking clear because that's how you'll get the emotion. That's yeah. how you'll tap into the feeling. That's something I'm learning massively is I had this beautiful list of things that make me feel good, but then I've actually had to pay, con- like get consciously aware of when I'm doing things in my day, what makes me feel like I just fall into that vortex, like just so effortlessly. I'm like, what am I doing in that moment? What am I listening to? Who am I interacting with? What am I wearing? What can I smell? And be like, ah this is that thing or you know like really random like celtic music comes on and i'm like that's very specific but fuck that makes me feel good you know i'm like wow that feels amazing and so if you can develop this list of like hyper specific things Mm. it's a lot easier versus like i'll just go for a walk yeah like or just just have a tub or just do your hair Mm. like you know these things and sometimes it's like layered too i find like you know what i mean it's not just as simple as like i find like when i am seriously out of alignment I have to shift myself back into alignment. Like if you're kind of cruising and then you can be like, right, I need to get into that hot space and I'm going to do that really specific thing. Otherwise I really need to start pulling myself. Like I need to be meditating and I need to be doing, you know, a combination of things to sort of pull myself back into the energy field. And then I can get like sucked back in. And so it's just like, I need to start showing up. Like it's not as simple as doing the one thing. And I, as you said before, I think that's where it gets, uh, just really generic when they're like, yeah, have this list of things to do, but it's like, you actually just like, it's not a matter of doing that one thing. It's like, I'm going to honor my entire path 
by actually doing stuff that makes me feel good in general. And then I'm going to step back. And like, for me, it's like, like when I start getting all of these, I'm going to tell you when we finish this call, cause it's no one else needs to know this stupid thing that I read and whatever. <laughs> but like last night I just laughed so hard. Cause I was like, yes, because of things like going, you know what, I'm going to do my workshop. And then I'm going to do a second workshop and I'm going to keep showing up and I'm going to ask people to come and I'm going to keep advertising it. Like, even though I feel like I'm being annoying because I actually really believe in this shit and I'm going to be super, and I'm going to, and I'm going to push myself and I'm going to go out of my comfort zone and I'm going to keep going and keep going. Cause I love this and it fucking lights me up and it makes me terrified and scared and it's work and, 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 but I'm going to keep doing it. And then I, and then all of a sudden, like when I'm in it, not day one that I decided to do it, not when I did the workshop, something that you mentioned in one of your lives uh, or in your Instagram before um, you were talking about uh, like basically just showing up and like that you actually have to like, it's not just showing up the one time, like you have to, you know what I mean? And I remember listening to that and just being like, yeah, so that's it. Like, so it's not as simple as me saying, okay, I'm going to do a workshop and just putting it out there that one time and then being like, but, and as you mentioned before, like if that would have been my 10%. And so the 10% back I would have got is like one person signing up maybe. Like you have to keep being like, I believe in this. I believe in this. I believe in this. I fucking want it. And I'm willing to work for it. Because also when you get the thing that you want, like say you want this like booming business, like it doesn't come with, you know, like all of the fairy tale kind of stuff. Like there's a lot of work behind it too. And there's a lot of other stuff that you're then going to come up on. There's other challenges that are going to come your way. So if your mindset is just, I want this thing and I don't want to work for it. I don't want it to be tough. Then you're not going to get it because everything is tough. Like there's tough bits attached to everything. It's like, I, I, you know, thinking about having a baby and like, you know, wanting another baby, I have to constantly remind myself like, okay, so if I really want, like, I have to get back into the healthy space that I was in when I had Noah, like, and that's tough. It, it means that I have to, you know, change the way I eat a little bit. And I have to do certain things that require me to be motivated and dedicated and push myself and, 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 and then thinking about like, and then when I have that beautiful baby, it's not just like, just this glorious thing. It's like, farts and poos and sleep deprivation. And when I've just started sleeping again. So like we forget sometimes that it is. Consequences and reactions to what you yeah. do. Right? Like consequences can be like, you know, people hear consequences isn't a bad thing. Like not necessarily there, are, there are great consequences from owning a business. There are tough consequences from owning a business. And, and it's, it comes back to that responsibility of like, be careful what you wish for, because the power when and when people start to really understand the power of their spoken word and the the thoughts that they think when people really start to fucking understand it like you would be a lot more cautious about what you wish for and a lot more cautious you know when people start to become hyper aware of like their negative thoughts versus their positive thoughts they're like fuck now i understand why i kept like spilling my coffee every day or getting every single red light like i get it because i was literally calling it into fruition and you know and i we forget that like when we're speaking as well like you know oh, i want another baby or i want the business in rura that there will be tough things after that and so you know do be careful what you wish for do you really like do you really want it are you prepared to deal with the consequences of that like if you're going to leave your partner are you prepared to deal with the awkwardness of moving out of the home and dealing with the family shit and having to split the bank accounts like you know and not saying that that should stop you from doing it but there is going to be a level of discomfort in that and it's the you know building that resilience you have to be willing to go all in for sure 
all in cards are on the table you're like fuck it like you know and that's not all manifestations are going to be that big right some of us just want to manifest like a fucking you know a bathroom reno which isn't going to have a huge like you know bad knock-on effect anywhere else but you know when unless they find out there's like mold in something when they knock down a wall Right. I don't want that. I I want to take that back. I I don't want to put that out there. This is the problem. Like you said, be careful what you wish for though. I feel like, so when I get into alignment for better, for worse, um, when you're in that space, as you can attest to, like, this is why you were like, you know, a master manifester. When you really get into that, then it does become easier because you're already in that space. So like you said, so much of the work is getting into that vibration and getting into that space and like being, having the energy of the creator, like just like anything, like when you get like, if say you want to like start working out or get healthy, just as like a broad example, like the beginning bits are tough and tough and tough and tough, but then you're going to get to a part where you're stronger and it gets easier. And like, even though you're going to keep pushing yourself and getting, it's still going to be easier than when you first started from nothing. And so as you start building and building, and so just even, you know, getting more into alignment, things become a little bit easier and the other day I was running around and I was busy and I had all this stuff to do and then I was I had to go pick up Noah from school uh from daycare wherever he goes um and I was like I really wish because one of my things that I really want to like start moving my body and taking care of myself better and that's like I really wish I would have just had like half an hour to go for a walk today and then I walked out of my front door and I left my fucking keys inside. So I had to walk to go pick him up, which is about a 15 minute walk. And then I had to walk home with him. And he's like heavy. And I was like, I took a bus for like four minutes or something. Like, so I basically walked half an hour and I was like, I literally thought it. And then, and I never forget my keys. Like I'm just putting it, like, I never forget my keys. Like it's something that I give Ben grief about all the time, but I never forget my keys. But I was at the front door and then I remembered that I was looking for my wedding ring. And I was like, oh, I I just had this moment where I was like, I know where it is. I'm going to go get it and put it in my jewelry box before I forget. And then I did that. And then I was like, all right, now I really got to go. And because of that, like I was literally at the front door, had my hands on my keys. And then this memory of where my ring was popped into my head. And that made this whole and like I walked to the door and I wasn't even mad I was like this is hilarious is it inconvenient sure but you know what that half an hour like that extra 15 minutes that it took me to go pick him up didn't matter like he was fine he was fine to be there and I should have actually just given myself I should have just looked at the time and gone you know what I really need this and it's gonna make me a better mom so I'm gonna go do this walk and I think that sometimes is a part of it too is that like we're not actually willing to do the thing. Like sometimes part of the manifestation process like getting there, it's like the lessons that we're learning about what we need to do. Cause again, it's all about co-creating. And so when you're co-creating your best life, like that was teaching me to honor a promise that I made to myself. Yeah. Cause you say it and you want to bring it into fruition. Right. But then it's like, actually, do you want to do the work? And it's so funny to say this because the exact same thing happened to me yesterday, minus Noah. Um, I was like thinking the night before I'm like, I really want to move my body. I can feel, I feel stagnant in my body and I really want to go like for a walk or do some YouTube videos or something. Cause the gyms are closed here. And yesterday I was on the phone and I was got stuck on the, on the call and I was going to a shoot and I was like, shit, I'm going to be running late for this shoot. So I'm running around the house, trying to get everything together, trying to order an Uber. And there is a surplus of Ubers in Edinburgh. You can get an Uber in like two minutes. And it like, the, the quickest Uber that was going to get there was like 15, 20 minutes. And it's a 20 minute walk to the city. And I'm like, 
universe, you cheeky fucker, because I'm like, I really want to move my body. So I'm like, fuck, I have to walk. So I'm carrying my camera equipment, like walking into town. And I got there and I'm just laughing because I'm panting and dying on the way up. Like the universe is like, well, you said you wanted to move. Yeah. And then the same thing, I went to come home. I went like grocery shop for dinner and like fucking heavy, like, you know, bags and stuff. And again, couldn't find an Uber and my phone was on 1%. It was like literally just dropped out of nowhere. Right. 1%. I'm like, like I'm walking home and like yeah inconvenient a pain in the ass but you know it's like well you said you wanted it so and it's so lo- like the universe is so literal you know yeah. you're like I need some help getting motivated to, to work out and it's like all right well here's no ubers and your phone on one percent you know it's so fucking literal so it is you just have to kind of and people can see that sometimes as bad luck right yeah. so oh, I want to get fit, oh, my God, the universe made me lock my keys out of my house. And that comes to that mindset thing of, like, looking at the glass half full instead and being like, actually, this is what I asked for and I got it. This is actually how it came to fruition. And can I be open to that and receptive and maybe get maybe a little bit clearer? On yes, yes. The, Next the time I'm going to be like, <laughs> yes, I don't want to carry my child home. Like, I want to go for a walk by myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. I think that that's – that's that's hilarious that actually happened to you as well like in that same but it it did and I was so glad that I kind of took away from that like oh this is actually really hilarious and I forced myself because I had a moment where I was like grumbly and like I can't believe this fucking happened what a day I'm I'm already stressed and and I was like well but why you know what I mean like and then I just I was like enjoy your walk and then I had my phone and I was doing something I was like no 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 you've been given this opportunity put your phone away and like breathe in the fresh air and like just be chill and so um, yeah, that was like such an important piece. So I don't want this to go on too long because I never listen to long podcasts. Um, usually <laughs> they have to be the amount of time that I'm willing to go for a walk. So tell me then quickly a little bit about you've got, if people want to know more, cause there is so much more, like obviously it's, it, it's as simple as we've talked about, but if you really want to work it, like you go in and there's different layers that you can actually like develop those. And like, it's easier said than done, right? Like we can say all these things because we kind of know what that means. But if you're not working it and also having that support, like you said, surrounding yourself with the people that are actually going to believe in that, it can be tricky. So you've got two different ways that people can work on manifestation. Yeah, so I've got a workshop coming up on the 28th of February. So these are probably going to run, I think, like bi-monthly at the moment or just if the energy feels right for me because I only do it if it feels right. Um, and so these are two-and-a-half-hour workshops online um, where you can learn through those six steps like way more in-depth. We talk about the vortex and high vibrations and working through blocks, which is amusing. We didn't really chat about much today, but that's cool. Um, so we go way more into releasing blocks before we even start manifesting because that's a huge piece. Yeah. Um, and then I also have a eight-week course coming up which is the inaugural course of manifest fucking anything which i'm very excited about um and each week we dive into like a different element of your life so you know money and career relationships boundaries um all of that kind of stuff and how to manifest through all of these elements but also uh how we do that through taking massive fucking action so encouraging people to take action and how we do that and feeling that they have a a connected like a really beautiful community it's quite small it's only 12 uh women are welcome in this space and there's only two spaces left um, for this course because I want to be able to provide, you know, as much attention to to each of the women in this in this container as well. And they're one and a half hour calls every week with like a PDF workbook to work through as well for the two month period. So I'm really excited. I had the download for that, you know, to, to run this course and I almost didn't run it. I was so close to not running it because I'm like, oh, who's going to want to do that? I'm not sure. Rah, rah, rah. Now to have 10 women is absolutely amazing. So if that's like proof of manifesting things, you know, to be able to manifest a brand new course with 10 women is huge. So 
being able to teach people how to do that is going to be really exciting. Um, I think just to end on the idea too, that like you also have to speak your like in a safe space for sure. And like you were saying, like, make sure you're talking to the right people, but you also have to like, like that trust piece too. But like, by you could have just sat back and like, I want to do this. I want to do this. But I think people expect sometimes these opportunities are going to come. Like you sometimes have to take the first step. Like you have to put it out there and it may not always come the first time. And then it may come the first time. Like I know someone who is like amazing and super, super duper successful and has run crazy workshops and like programs. And then sometimes had like nobody come. And so the trust there is this isn't the right time. This isn't the right thing. So it's like, but you have to keep backing yourself. Like that's a part of it as well. And like, that's the, you know, obviously in your steps, the trust piece that I'm, I'm really keen to, I think I will, I'll have to check out the time differences for your workshop. Cause the last one I couldn't come to, cause it was like at a weird time where I had Noah. Um, but I wanted to so badly. Cause I was like, yes, I want to dive more into it because I know when I have access to it and I know when I'm in like a good space, I can really manifest things but I'm not even yeah, like going through and I feel like actually workshopping it. Cause I so believe in workshopping everything like through just by, by exploration, we become like masters of things. So, um, before, you know, and sometimes it clicks when somebody says it differently, you know, some stuff you hear the same information from two people, but the way someone else presents it just sits so much better. With so you. many so things you've said tonight where I was just like, I mean, you obviously can, you can see me and the amount of times I've literally like raised the roof and like been like <laughs> throw. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah. Just, yeah. just like, like all, the hand all the hand gestures. So, um, okay. So to get in contact with you. Yeah. Instagram is the way Instagram is the way. So just Ambedo photography, which is a M B E D O. Uh, you can just find me on Instagram is the best way to connect with me. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you, my love. It was so nice to see you. I didn't even actually get into the story about how, when we first met, I sent you a weird picture where I drew a dick on Ben's face and it was an accident. Uh, and that's how <laughs> that's I knew how that you were my people. Cause, um, I, and I forgot to mention before in all of your, you know, things, but like that, you're just such a beautiful weirdo and I only like weird people. So if anyone's listening to this and you're friends with me, I, and you don't know that you're a weirdo, I'm telling you right now that you are a weirdo. Cause I only hang out with weird people like, you know, and this is when you said the craft before it made me laugh because I always think with my friends, I always think we are the weirdo, sir. Um, (laughs) and so I always, yeah, that always reminds me that like, yeah, anyway, wrapped up. So yeah, get in touch with Gabby if you want to become a master, um, manifester and, and if you want to have dope ass photos, um, Yeah, either or. And and for just keeping just keeping tabs because you're hilarious, a wealth of knowledge in your stories, etc. like beyond manifestations, just like anything that comes up, you're just such a great sharer and such a great person to learn from. But also who knows what you will be doing next anyway. Um, yeah. So, all right. Well, I'm going to wrap this up, but you hang tight because I'm going to tell you that weird story now. <laughs> okay. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast and joining me here. If you want to connect further, you can find me on Instagram at Veronica Lee Drayton and shoot me a DM. Let me know what you thought of this episode or what you want to hear in the future or just send me a really funny meme because I'm always here for that. 
Thanks so much. See you next time.